Hello, good day. This is Eugene Capis of John 1.14 Podcast. The Holy Bible is our greatest tool of experiencing God in our life as it holds testimonies and manifestations of God's unconditional love for us. It is our instrument to learn more about our Catholic faith, allowing us to know God's wisdom, experience Jesus in the Holy Eucharist, making us the Church of Christ for others. The liturgical Bible study is a tool that will surely lead us to this. The LBS is ideally done once a week that would focus on the readings of the upcoming Sunday Mass. It will go through a process of dissecting the Gospel, first reading and second reading, to get the central message of the readings and how it is applicable to our lives. I encourage everyone listening to open their Bible and join us to know more of our faith. So joining us today for this LBS podcast is my eldest son, Yuri Genesis Capis. So good day to you and welcome to John 114 Podcast. Uh, yeah, uh, good afternoon. Uh, hello, hello. <laughs> Okay, and also welcome to the podcast, our brothers and sisters from Japan, from New Zealand, from the Philippines, from UK, from UAE, from US, and in Thailand. So let's start with an opening prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Heavenly Father, we come in your presence. We offer to you our time and ourselves. Open our hearts, open our mind. Permit us to participate in this liturgical Bible study. We knock on your door of knowledge. Allow us entry to move closer to you. We seek your wisdom and the gift of understanding. We ask for the grace of knowledge. Allow us to focus on the words. Let there be more of you and less of us. Remove from us any feelings of unworthiness. We offer to you, in a special way, the people who are listening right now, wherever they may be, whatever situation they may find themselves in. We ask, O Lord, that you allow them to learn with us as they open their Bible and join us in reading and understanding the liturgy. Send your Holy Spirit to empower and enlighten us. This we pray in Jesus' name. So today's text will be taken from the readings of the upcoming Sunday, the 29th of October, 2023. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Alleluia. Alleluia. Uh, the Gospel from the book of Matthew chapter 23, 22 verses 34 and 40. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. And one of them, a scholar of the law, tested him by asking, Teacher, 
Which commandment in the law is the greatest? He said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the first commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Lord Jesus Christ. Okay. Awesome. I can see it now. Okay, so... We will explore the Gospel text. We will go into the detail of the text, decoding it verse by verse. So I will facilitate by asking questions. Let's visualize the text. You, on the other hand, will look for answers from the text or verses that will shed light and understanding on the reading. Okay? So let's try to do this. So from Matthew chapter 22, verse 34 to 40. So on verse 34, who gathered together? Uh, the Pharisees, they gathered together. Okay. So they gathered together. So let's continue on verse on Matthew chapter 22, verse 35. What was the qualification of the one who tested Jesus? He was a scholar of the law. Okay. So in verse uh, Matthew chapter 22, verse 36, what did the scholar of the law ask Jesus? He asked him, Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? Okay, so this is actually a good question. Uh, in Matthew chapter 22, verse 37, so how did Jesus respond? Uh, Jesus told him that uh, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Okay, all your heart, all your soul, with all your mind. Okay. In, in verse 38, what did Jesus spoke of in verse 37? He was referring to the greatest and the first commandment. Okay. So in, in Matthew chapter 22, verse 39, so what is the second greatest commandment? The second greatest commandment was to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Okay. Love your neighbor as yourself. So in Matthew chapter 22, verse 40, which depend on those two commandments? The law and the, the whole law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. Okay. So that was actually a very short gospel. Right? 34 to 40. Just uh, seven verses. So let's, from this point, let's try to uh, reflect on um, those impactful words, striking words, okay, or phrases. So allow me to start first. In Matthew chapter 22, verse 34, so what struck me there is that the Pharisees, as you said, they, they gather together. But it is not that they gather in prayer, but they gather to test Jesus. So it is striking because the Pharisees are actually um, church people, but they gather to 
to test Jesus. Probably they, they want to understand is he really the Messiah or not. Okay. So, would, would you like to uh, have have a go on any impact tool? Which one impacted you? Uh, for in yeah, verse 35, uh, I guess what would be striking would be uh, the phrase like the scholar of the law. He was, uh, I guess, because he he knew he knew that he was proficient in things of the law, so he thought that he had a authority to try and question Jesus, even though uh, his expertise doesn't lie in uh, what he's trying to ask Jesus. Okay, good observation. It, it's also impactful. Another thing that struck me uh, is in um, verse 36, which is actually the, the content even of the sports debates. Uh, which teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? Okay. Everyone always wants to be, to understand the greatest. This is somehow like a goat debate, greatest of all time. So which in the law is the greatest? So again, because he is the scholar of the law so he's trying to understand which commandment in the law is the greatest okay so the goat debate but goat greatest commandment okay so he introduced actually a debate uh, um, a trick question to understand which one Okay, because there are actually more than 600. The Jews had more than 600. Uh, God gave Moses just 10. People think they're wiser. They try to make more more laws. They ended up there. They have difficulty to really to really implement such laws. But Jesus came in and he's actually a man of simplicity. So he wants to simplify things. Is there any other... Um, striking or reflect uh, ref- impactful words that caught you uh, I guess on uh, verse 37 uh, uh, and I guess loving God with uh, all your heart all your soul and with all your mind I guess it reminds us uh, not to do it half-heartedly or to do it uh, with one foot in the door. More like we have to go, we have to take a leap of faith. So mm-hmm. that's what I see. Yes. So, yeah, loving God is, yeah, it's not just lip service. It's not just, uh, as you said, uh, one foot on the door. Uh, it with all your heart, soul, and mind. So everything must be in sync. Otherwise, it's it's loving the Lord half-heartedly. So the heart, soul, and the mind. So it should there should be a good alignment. One of it is doing. You're saying you're saying one. You're doing two. That's misaligned, right? In engineering, it's it's like that. It should be aligned. There are three points: the heart, the soul. And the mind. Okay. 
You cannot be thinking of different thing, and your heart is on on a different uh, thing, and and your body is doing differently. So it should be aligned your your heart, your soul, and your mind. Okay. And somewhere I on Matthew chapter twenty two verse thirty nine, that struck me there is there is the question was the greatest, but Jesus answered with, with two, right? The second one is you shall love your neighbor as yourself, which is actually the second greatest command, which is which is I think the more difficult part. Because loving God, as I, as I always say in the talk, is loving God is easy. Because love, uh, God loved us first. God gave us the air that we breathe, the, the sunlight that we have, everything that we need. So it is easier to love God back. But this is the more difficult part because the, lo- the neighbor, the annoying neighbor... <laughs> The neighbor who 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 comes uh, on different situations. Uh-huh. So this is the second greatest commandment. So okay. So and now at this point in and then somehow probably if I may add on the last verse, which is Matthew chapter twenty-two verse forty. This is actually a foundation. This is the foundation. Type it wrongly. Foundation. It says of a foundation when it says the whole law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. Whenever you hear of the prophet, they're always talking about God, on how to love God. When you talk about the law, it's always about how to love the neighbor. Even even it's it's a traffic law. Even if it is a traffic law, you cannot cross this just because your neighbor might be might be crossing that path and you might be crossing on the same path. It's as easy as that. So, the whole whole law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. So, this is actually good because it's foundational. It means everything, whatever we do, the prophets will always be talking about loving God. And the law will always be about loving neighbor. Okay. So then at this point in time, I will... Ask... uh, Ask you to summarize the gospel. Now, and the reason for summarizing the gospel in your own words is so that we will also try to... um, uh, try to impart to our listeners how to uh, own. Let's let's try to own the gospel because once we own, it's stuck. It it's stuck with us, right? Because this is how to own this portion. We want to let's. Uh, can you try to summarize it in your own words? Not, not necessarily in that order. But what you understand with the this gospel. I think that everyone would probably agree that the most striking points are the the first and second greatest commandments. 
So uh, if I had to summarize it, it would be to love God and love your neighbor. If if it would had to go to just two sentences, two lines, yeah, to to always love God and to love your neighbor as much as you love God and uh, as much as you love yourself. Okay, short and sweet. So at this point, I think we are ready to proceed to the first reading. A reading from the book of Exodus, chapter 22, verses 20 to 26. Thus says the Lord, You shall not molest or oppress an alien, for you were once aliens yourselves in the land of Egypt. You shall not wrong any widow or orphan. If ever you wrong them and they cry out to me, I will surely hear their cry. My wrath will flare up, and I will kill you with the sword. Then your own wives will be widows, and your children orphans. If you lend money to one of your poor neighbors among my people, you shall not act like an extortioner toward him by demanding interest from him. If you take your neighbor's cloak as a pledge, you shall return it to him before sunset. For this cloak of his is the only cover he has for his body. What else has he to sleep in? If he cries out to me, I will hear him, for I am compassionate. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay. So now let's try to understand the text verse by verse. Okay. So from the book of Exodus, chapter 22, verse 20. What should you, what should we avoid doing to foreigners or aliens? Uh, you shall not molest or oppress an alien. For we were once aliens ourselves in the land of Egypt. Right, right. Okay, let's uh, continue first. On Exodus chapter 22, verse 21. What should we avoid doing to any widow or orphan? Well, we should avoid wronging them, doing uh, cross, avoid crossing them. Okay, any wrong? Okay, not wrong. Okay, in verse twenty-two. Okay, so this is actually the warning. Exodus chapter twenty-two, verse twenty-two. Okay, twenty-two, twenty-two. How will the Lord respond to the cries of the widow or orphan if we wrong them? Uh, he will, on this verse, he will hear their cries. Okay. Okay. So, in let's continue. In Exodus chapter 22, verse 23. So, what will be the consequence for doing wrong to any widow or orphan? Yeah, so he will respond by his his wrath will flare up, and he will kill kill us with the sword. Exactly, right? And then what will be the consequence? Uh, then our own wives will be widows, and our children orphans. Exactly. So you see, it, it's like 
it's like an eye for an eye, right? You do, right? Okay, so let's uh, proceed first in Exodus chapter 22, verse 24. Okay, this is good because it talks about the money. So, is lending money bad? Uh, not necessarily. Okay, so uh, what does it say in, in, uh, in the verse? If you lend money to one of your poor neighbors among my people, uh, you shall not act like an extortioner toward him. Okay, so h- how does it become bad on the same verse? It's, it becomes bad when you demand interest from him. Okay, so that's it. Right. So because yeah, there is a, um, <clears throat> what do you call it? Um, resource sharing. So we share the resource. Okay. So now it becomes when you when there's an interest, then that is when it becomes bad. Let's proceed in Exodus chapter twenty-two, verse twenty-five. So what would you do with the things you borrowed? Uh, you return it uh, figuratively before sunset. You return it uh, as soon as you can. Okay. Before sunset. Okay. So, in, in the last verse, verse 26, so how will the Lord respond to their cries? The Lord will hear their cries. Okay. For He is compassionate. Yeah. In in reality, it's it's actually... Uh, somehow, it's always the, the, the text. It's double, right? It's actually repeating the, the verses, uh, repeating the on, on, on that line, on, on the thoughts, okay? That's why it tells, oh, what happened? Oh, ha, why is it, again, telling uh, uh, of it? Because uh, we must somehow um, get the message. And that is that yeah, he is compassionate, so he will really hear them. Okay. So at this point, let's try to um, find any connection or similarities uh, between the gospel and the first reading. Okay. So allow me to start. Okay. So, here, um, I think the verse 22, in the verse 20, uh, sorry, in, in the gospel, Matthew chapter 22, verse 37, which is loving God, loving God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, it's somehow connected to um, the... If you ever wrong them and they cry out to me, so it's the, the loving God here is like a, a father. You, it's always re- remember. It's like um, yeah, wh- whatever happens, I will I will tell it to my dad. Something <laughs> like that. It's like it's like having having uh, a dad and then anyone who who bullies me, I will tell surely to my dad. Remember those uh, age. Okay, so this is how God loves. To God protects. Okay, so somehow on the on the first reading, uh, on the on the gospel, it is telling how there is how with all your heart, soul, and mind. Okay, but in the first reading is an application. 
of of how God loves. So that is why the he surely hears the cries of those who 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 cry to him. Uh, yeah, well, I guess the whole reading one it reads very similarly to the second commandment, which is to love your neighbor. Uh, as in verse 39 of uh, Matthew chapter 22, uh, it says, "The second is like it: you shall love your neighbor as yourself." Whereas on the first verse, uh, chapter uh, Exodus chapter 22 verse 20. It says, Thus says the Lord, you shall not molest or oppress an alien. For you were once aliens yourselves in the land of Egypt. So it, it tells you not to to do wrong to your neighbors. So uh, to do no wrong is uh, similar to loving your neighbor. Exactly. And then actually well, what actually strikes me on that specific verse is, For you were once alien ourselves. Your whole life, your whole life, we're actually an alien, or we're actually foreigners here in Thailand, <laughs> ourselves, right? So it, it is really something uh, personal, and it's really happening to us ourselves. Okay. Okay. So I think I think that too summarizes. It because it's it's really the gist of it. Others are let's say um, then we had already made the connection between the gospel and the first reading. So at this point, we will proceed to the second reading. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians, chapter 1, verses 5 to 10. Brothers and sisters, you know what sort of people we were among you for your sake. And you became imitators of us and of the Lord, receiving the word in great affliction with joy from the Holy Spirit, so that you became a model for all the believers in Macedonia And Achaia. From, for from you the word of the Lord was sounded, forth not only in Macedonia and in Achaia, but in every place your faith in God has gone forth, so that we have no need to say anything. For they themselves openly declare about us what sort of reception we had among you, and how you turned to God from idols, to serve the living and true God. And to await his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who delivers us from the coming wrath. The words of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay. So then, okay. So from here, let's try to understand the text, verse by verse. Okay. In the first letter of Saint Paul to the Thessalonians, 
um, chapter 1 verse 5 what did Paul reminded of the church of the Thessalonians uh, he said brothers and sisters you know what sort of people we were among you for your sake okay let's continue in this uh, verse 6 how did the church of Thessalonians learn from Paul uh, they became imitators of him and of the Lord they received the word in great affliction with joy from the Holy Spirit okay. so what happened to the church of Thessalonians uh, they became models for all the believers in both Macedonia and uh, Achaia okay so where did the word spread in the in um, verse 8 where did the word spread uh, it spread to every place your faith in God has gone forth not only in Macedonia and Achaia and how did they testify of Paul in verse 9 They openly declared uh, and what sort of reception they had and how they turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God. Okay. In the verse uh, in that verse 10, where does God the Father await his son? From heaven. Uh, on the same verse, what did God the Father did to Jesus? He raised him from the dead. And What did Jesus in turn did to us? He helped deliver us from the coming wrath. Okay. So that is a short verse. And from this point, we are to actually um, make a connection between the gospel, the first reading, and the second reading. Okay. So allow me to uh, start. So, one connection that I have is that um, on the Thessalonians, on the first letter to the Thessalonians, chapter 1, verse 5, is in, in verse 9, For they themselves openly declare about us what sort of reception we had among you, how you turned to God from idols and to serve the living and true God. So how they they commit themselves to love God. So it is loving God, which is connected to the first reading uh, from Exodus chapter 22, verse 22, which is the uh, loving God, the loving God who hears their cry, and also to Matthew chapter 22, verse 37, which is you shall love the Lord with your all your heart, soul, and mind. As for me, I guess uh, what could be related to the first and to the gospel uh, from the second reading on the on verse 6 it says, And you became imitators of us and of the Lord, receiving the word in great affliction with joy from the Holy Spirit. Uh, we can interpret it as loving our neighbors uh, similar to Exodus uh, verse 20 which says uh, you shall not molest or oppress an alien 
So yeah, do not oppress your neighbors. And then, yeah, whereas in Matthew, it's more straightforward. On verse 39, it just says, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So uh, all in all, all of them have themes of uh, loving your neighbor. Okay. Okay. So I think at this point in time, we had made the connections and we are actually ready to formulate a one-thread message using the connections of the readings. Somehow, this is, we call this message uh, Hibla or Fiber. This one-thread message or Hibla expresses the unity of the three readings. So, would you like to propose a, earlier you did a summary of the gospel. So, would you like to propose uh, a thread or a Hibla? Uh, yeah, if I had to, I guess it would be like exactly the same as what I said, earlier. what I said earlier. Yeah, uh-huh. which was to love God and to practice loving my neighbor as I love myself. Okay, exactly. Let's let's uh, do that one. So our thread or hibla is love God and practice loving my neighbor as myself. Okay. And, and at this point, that's um, we formulate a reflection question. So a reflection question is once we we look at the mirror, we we see a reflection of ourselves. Okay. So now, then we try to pose this question: so Which of the greatest command? Uh, which uh, of the reflection question? Would you propose? Yeah, can, can you propose a reflection question? I have to say, uh, I guess it would be uh, which of the commandments do I have difficulty uh, following and why? Which of the greatest commandments? There are only two, right? Which of the greatest commandments? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, which of the which of the two from the greatest commandments do I have difficulty to follow and why? Yeah. And actually, as, as, a, as a twist to the reflection question, I, I tried to answer it uh, myself. And somehow, I, I, I blurted it out earlier that for me, the, the, the more difficult is... Um, the loving neighbor which is the application part because it compasses uh, everything on, on every whatever mood whatever uh, uh, point in life and whoever it, it is it can be the, the, the Samaritan it can be anyone that uh, it for me I, I find it more difficult to, to love the neighbor and it's a struggle that, that I always have to keep myself in check it can be someone on the road it can be a, a different uh, person so that is actually an experience that, that that I have for this okay so then at this point we go to uh, live the word challenge so let's pose a live the word challenge so that 
we <clears throat> that is related to the thread and the reflection question would you like to uh, propose any live the word challenge uh, well the gospel reminds me of uh, that one movie from uh, what was his name Jim Carrey yeah where he was I got basically uh, one random act of kindness uh, so Mark. to make it an actual challenge I would be to apply a daily act of random kindness to a neighbor be it your classmate an office mate or a friend okay let's take that one so apply an, an act of daily an act of random kindness to our neighbor classmate or office mate okay so then at this point in time we pause for a moment of silence and in closing we uh, we do our closing prayers Heavenly Father, we thank you for the words that you allowed us to learn. Thank you for the learnings that we received. Thank you to our guest, Yuri, for being available. Thank you for the gift of technology, allowing to reach further to people who need to hear the liturgy. Thank you to the listeners, as they also make themselves available to your grace. Be with us. And we lift up to you our preparations for the coming Sunday service. All of this we pray through your Son, Jesus Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. O glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, now and ever shall be world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So thank you for being with us, and we hope to be with you on the upcoming episodes. Peace.